in the early 1990s, the leaders of Ashgrove Baptist Church sensed that God was calling them to plant a church. Peter was an associate pastor at Ashgrove at the time, and he and Marie, along with four other couples, including John and Narelle, Kathy and myself, were appointed to begin preparations for the establishment of this work. On Sunday, the 6th of September, 1992, we were commissioned in the morning service at Ashgrove, where Reverend Graham Smith spoke this promise from Matthew 16:18: I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. And in the afternoon, the very first service of Richmond Baptist was held at the Australian Rules Football Club on Graham Road, Aspley. I recorded in my journal that day these words based on my reading from Psalm 69, 34 to 36. God will save his people and build cities. Then people will settle there and possess it. The children of his servants will inherit it and those who love his name will dwell there. And God has so graciously blessed. Jesus has helped us to possess and settle in this unique location. Through God's mercy, we have dwelt together in love and joy for decades. The precious gospel has been made known to many and another generation has inherited what God began 30 years ago. The story of Bridgman is really a prayer story. The earliest prayer meetings were held in our home as we were the only ones who lived in Bridgman Downs. Bridgman's story has been of one of humility, crying out to Jesus year after year, decade after decade, asking him to help us to abide in him and asking him to show us the way we should go. And he has so powerfully answered, forgiving us, healing wounds, filling us with his love, empowering our service and witness. And Jesus has most certainly gone before us, making a way again and again, even when there was no way. So here we are today. 30 years later, we've come to honour the King, the one who is Lord of this church, the one who has done immeasurably more than anything that we could ever possibly think or imagine. And so we come to honour the name that is above all names, and that name is Jesus. We honour Him. We honour Him. Come, church. Let's honour our King this morning. Please stand as we pray and ask for God's blessing. Oh Lord, we are filled with thanks this morning. Our hearts are full, Holy One. You, Lord Jesus, who gave your life, you left heaven so our sins could be washed away. All things could be made new and right in Jesus Christ, our Lord, to have the hope of eternity with you, our loving King. Thank you for the way you've led us. You've gone before us, step by step by step, mighty One. Oh, how glorious you are. How wonderful you are, Lord, this day. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. It's your name above every name. The name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We honour you, we love you, and we worship you. In Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen, Amen, Amen.
forgiveness in this place, for your faithfulness to the generations, God. We lift your name high in worship and praise today. Amen. Church, please take a seat. I know now is our usual welcome time and it is coming. But I just wanted to quickly share some announcements with you this morning. We want to say a special welcome to you today for joining us for our 30th anniversary celebrations. It is hard to believe that I'm standing here after 30 years. Amazing and so great to see all your faces here today. It was so lovely to see some onliners joining us in person today. We want to extend a special welcome to those who are online right now. Great to have you with us this morning. A few announcements for you, church. We have three big weekends coming up. So today is big, but next Sunday is Father's Day. There is a men's breakfast next Saturday morning. Peter Gibb is coming to share at that. There is a lot of expectation um, about his story and just him spending time here. I think he's speaking again on Sunday morning as well. So bring your dads along next Sunday again. Um, The weekend after that is our Bridge World Missions Conference. We have Josie Chaco coming to share with us in person this year. That'll be exciting. So register for that one as well. And then the following weekend, which I think brings us to the 17th of September, we have our Sparkle Gala fundraising, celebration, gala event. Let's just call it a gala event. How about that? And we would love everyone to be there and join us for that night. The team are working hard already to make that really special. You need to register for all of these things, church. So jump online, find out the details, sign up. We can't wait to celebrate. Keep celebrating over the coming weekends. I did want to let you know too that the kids are in the service with us today, Buzz Kids. There's a special booklet for you, which will be sort of shared a bit later in the service. Kresh is available. And for those who have been giving generously in this place over 30 years, we just want to say thank you this morning. God has done amazing things through the generosity of His people, which is a reflection of His heart, church. And we want to keep giving into His kingdom, don't we? There are some offering tables at the back. If you'd like to give, there are ways to give online as well. We have a special kind of giving fund at the moment, Proclaim Freedom, sowing into the future visions of this church and the things we are yet to see fulfilled in this place. We want to keep giving generously to God's work. In this time too, we just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge when people started coming to Bridgie today. So just have a little think about when that might have been. And if you started coming to Bridgie, so had your first Bridgie welcome somewhere between 1992 and 2002, the first 10 years of the church, just stand up so we can see you. Between 1992 and 2002, can we get some house lights up a little bit just so we can see who's standing? That is awesome. Thank you, church. I wanted to call you the oldies, but Pete said that would be disrespectful. You're the originals, the originals. Thank you, originals. If you started coming in 2003 to 2012, that was just after we opened the A2 Auditorium as our building on this property. You stand up for that second decade, those who joined us there. Wow. So good to have you. Mezzanine as well. Awesome. I hope those of you who are online are kind of 
putting in your hand up there too. Carly's our online host this morning. Those of you who have joined us in the last decade, so from 2013 to 2022, stand up now. Amazing. Amazing. This is why God called us to make more room, church. We are so glad that you have joined us in this last decade. There is another little special stand up this morning. If you have found Jesus in this place, if you have come to know Him, had a a renewal of faith in this place, if you've been baptised in this church over that 30 years, we'd love you to stand up now too. Everyone, don't be shy. Don't be shy, church. Wow, look at you. Amazing. Praise Jesus. Church, this is why we welcome the crowds. This is why we welcome each other. Because God's called us to share His love, show it to each other so that people would come to know Him, come to know that they too can be a part of His family, receive His love, salvation and life and hope. So we wanna stand and welcome each other well this morning. Let's do that now. Kids, this is your cue to come down to the front for a bit of moshing with Ty. Let's stand up and welcome each other. Good. Kids, make sure you come down the front. You can stand down here so you can be dancing down here. It's like a bit of a mosh pit. So kids, filter all the way down here. You can be jumping around as we do this song. And adults, I need all the adults in here to be standing back up. I need everyone in here standing up because we are going to do one of our awesome kids songs. And we are celebrating Jesus Christ. We are celebrating God's goodness. And we know that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Saviour. And in this song, we talk about Jesus Christ being our best friend. So we're going to do the actions up here. Don't worry, some of us might not know the actions. So you can dance, sing along as we worship our great God together. So let's do that.
one called Savior. I believe he's the risen one. I believe that I'll live forever. I believe that my king will come. Cause I have found this love. I believe in the sun. job everybody great job everyone feel free to take a seat thank you for worshiping with us that was amazing we have Amity and Jack here and they are going to pray a prayer for us so I'm going to get Amity to go first but I want to say church thank you for joining with us that was a lot of fun worshiping Jesus together thanks to all the kids that were helping so we thought it would be amazing to have Amity and Jack pray so Amity's going to pray for us first church thank you that it's like a family and that I have so many people that I can look up to and learn about Jesus from them I pray that you will bless all the people of all ages so that we can be the family that you want us to be amen amen thank you Amity Jack's gonna pray for us as well dear Heavenly Father Thank you that we can go to church to worship you today. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, even though we did not deserve it. Thank you for all the people who have come here and please help those who have not become Christians yet. Please help these people to, go, to get a proper chance to follow you. Please forgive us when we have sinned against you and please help us to repent. Please continue to bless this church along with the many others. Please help more people to come to church, especially those who are not Christians. Thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jack. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you 
We thank you for the children. Thank you that they can lead us in prayer. But I want to thank you, God, for all generations. And I pray today, Lord, we we actually want to live every day like this. But I pray that we will look back on your faithfulness. We will be reminded of how good you are. And we will trust you into the future to take the steps of faith that you are calling us to. So I want to thank you right now for the family that we have and that we can celebrate together today. Because Jesus Christ, you are our Lord and Saviour and you are our best friend. And I thank you for that. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's look to the screens now. Father, we pray those words this morning. You will show us your strength, Lord, as you have done before. These past two years, Lord, you've done great things for us. We worship you and thank you for those things. But Lord, we ask you to do even greater things for us as your people. Oh Lord, we want to play our part in that, the things that you would call us to, to be a humble people, to be a people, Lord, that depend upon you, to be a people of faith and obedience, Lord, to be a people of praise. Oh God, we pray these things in Jesus' name, that great name. Amen. My name is Carly Oldham and I've been coming to Bridgman since 1995. I'm very blessed. My parents were part of the founding couples at Bridgman and so they have been going to the church since its inception and my sister and I have been coming to the church all our lives. So over the years my dad's been very involved in tech and my my mum with Sunday school as well growing up. You spoke beautifully the other week. Oh, thank you. Thank you. For me, the church is a family because when God called us into his family, we were called into family with one another. Jesus says in his word that that who is my mother and my brother and my sister and, and the truth is we are all each other's family and I see so much of that in this place. I really do. I'm so blessed. I I came to faith here at Bridgman and without having such a home family here at at Bridgman, I don't think I would have the faith that I have today. It's been incredible to have the youth leaders, the, the Bridge Kids leaders, all the pastors and then just congregation members so into you. I think what made the greatest impact on me as a child was was learning through Sunday school, learning through Jigsaw, was what um, Buzz was called back then, about God, that there is a God who loves us, a God who cares for us and a God that gave himself for us. And I learned that through, through what my parents and, and what the leaders taught me. But then I saw that through what was lived out amongst many, many people in this community. I learned what it meant to serve God through seeing the sacrifice and the service of of many in the team. I learned more about God's love through the love I saw in the body. I came to church here in 2011 and I've always loved the warmth of the people and the love for others. I've seen Bridgie as a church being built on the desire to serve others humbly, really trying to echo the same spirit of Jesus. Whilst the ways in which service happens here has evolved a lot over 30 years, the desire to reach a community in desperate need of a saviour hasn't wavered. I uh, grew up in a Catholic family. Um, We would go to church usually um, once or twice a year 
for Easter and Christmas services, but I didn't fully understand that I could have a relationship with Jesus. I met a lady who invited me along to the Bridgie Tunnel of Lights at Christmas time. And that, yeah, that sort of, I guess, exposed me to church, but I was still quite resistant to actually, you know, maybe go to church or living, I guess, a Christian life. Easter Sunday 2020, uh, I, I knew that I wanted to watch some sort of church service. Um, and obviously because of COVID, it was all online at the time. Uh, and something was really, I guess, drawing me to watching the Bridgie service online. So I had my laptop set up. I had made it myself a coffee. Um, I was watching my cat uh, having a wander around the front yard and I thought, oh, what a great opportunity to do an Instagram story. Like in the film, I sort of got part of my laptop in the shot, uh, which sort of showed that I was clearly watching the Bridgie service. Um, and then I sort of was continuing on to film my cat. Um, but yeah, I guess Rach had picked up on the fact that I was watching the Bridgie service and that's kind of how it opened up to us talking about, yeah church and whether I go or not and then she invited me to yeah to connect. <laughs> I had actually never met people like at um, Connect that were so loving and kind and non-judgmental. It was like these these people were so different and I guess in a way I was kind of very curious about that like yeah why are they different what's yeah with that first Easter Sunday service online was spoken about how God doesn't give up on his children and he will fight for his children to bring them to him and I thought oh okay hang on this is this is pretty much what's happening to me right now God is putting all these different things or people in my path that keep drawing me back to him um, and I guess it was just up to me to actually lean into it and, and follow through and trust God. Once we are called into the church, we are not only called into a place where we can be discipled, grow, taught and fed, but we are called into a place where we too can encourage, help grow, help feed and help bless others. So for us, moving forward being the church, I think means living out the reality of our faith together and in our various locations where we are separated. We're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to be his holy temple.
is amazing what God has done over those years. And I want to remind us this morning that it's always about people. Um, knowing God's unconditional love, knowing his forgiveness and the new life. And even if you're here today, you might be part of a crowd, but God loves you and is interested in your life and that there is life found in him. And it transforms, it changes us, it changes people. And one of those people impacted by God's love more recently is Sadi. And she's come to be baptised today, but she has come to also share her story and uh, we're really looking forward to hearing that. But I-, I wonder if we could give Sadi a massive welcome as she comes to share her story this morning. Thank you, Sadi. Could you share with us? Thank you, Pastor Andrew. Thank you, everyone. My name is Sadna Miku. I am married to my wonderful husband, Joshua, and I have a child whose name is Rani. And they are here in the church with me to witness my baptism today. My parents and sisters lived overseas in USA and Canada and are watching online. I also have my brother Joseph, who also attends Bridgman Baptist Church, but is bedridden. So he is watching online as well. Hello, everyone. Our family grew up in a small village in Fiji. We were Hindu family and grew up worshipping many idols. We grew up in a poor household, but my parents worked hard to provide for us. When I was 23 years old, I migrated to Australia and met my beautiful and wonderful husband, Joshua, 12 months later. We have now been married 21 years. In that time, God has provided me with a good and happy life with my loving and caring husband and beautiful daughter. Throughout my life, I have had many health challenges, but I thank God for preserving me and my husband and daughter for looking after me through these times. It was three years ago that I began attending Bridgman Baptist Community Church with my brother Joseph. He had recently had multiple strokes and was paralyzed. It has been through attending church, experiencing the community and care, and the life of my brother, Joseph, that has inspired me. The Lord Jesus has saved my brother, Joseph's life, and it helped me believe that there is a God who is a healer, who protects, who transforms and restores. I want to take this opportunity to thank all my church pastors and church family for caring, comforting and praying for Joseph and I and also for my family. 
I also want to thank my wonderful husband again, Joshua and daughter Rani, for the understanding and help to what was stressful times. Even though I was attending church, it was the words of my sister Serena that helped me turn from my idols. Two years ago, my sister told me to stop praying to my idols, saying they are not living God. There is only one true God. I said to myself, I don't need my idols. I picked them up and gave them away. I decided to follow God and to pray to Him, knowing He is one true God. I now come to church and look at the cross and I know Jesus has died for me. I look at the cross and thank Him for dying for my sins. I am now trusting in Him. Previously, my life was full of stress in trying to please those idols. I had to eat and prepare food in a strict way. It was hectic, but now I know Jesus has done everything for me. Now I know that I can pray at any time, anywhere, and in any way. God is always with me, and I can follow Him with freedom rather than strict rituals that I was bound to before. I know that He is a real living God rather than the idols that aren't alive. Since coming to Bridgman Baptist Community Church, I have experienced God's help and learned that I need to trust Him. I now want to follow Him. And I also like to add, I have this beautiful community. As I walk in this church, I get loved, I get welcomed, and I feel so good. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for, for supporting us. Um, today, I want to share a verse from the Bible that has encouraged me. Romans chapter 8, verse 38 to 39 says this, For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today, Jesus has given me everything. The Lord Jesus has healed me, saved me, and showed me the path to follow Him 
all the days of my life. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sadi, for sharing your story. And it was remiss of me to not um, welcome those online, the family that are watching over in the United States, our precious, precious brother Joseph um, there at home. We, we really, our thoughts and prayers are with you too, Joseph. We love you. And also to um, Rani and Josh and other uh, friends of um, Sadi's that are here. Can we do that now, church? Just really welcome them. It's great to have you with us. And I just want to take a moment just to explain what baptism, there might be some people that might not know what baptism is about. It's like an outward expression of what God has done inwardly in Sadi's heart. That as she goes under the water here today, it's like a picture of being forgiven, washed clean, and the old life being buried, forgotten. But then the beautiful thing, being raised to new life. Just as Jesus was raised to new life, He gives us new life in Him. And so as Sadi comes out of the water, it's a picture of the new life that Jesus offers us. Sadi, I just have one question for you. Do you confess Jesus to be your Lord and Saviour? Yes, I do. Well, it's an absolute pleasure for Jody and I to baptise you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let me just quick, just want to quick, oh, I got the microphone. I just want to quickly pray for Sadi. Lord Jesus, thank you for the great work that you've done in Sadi's life. Thank you for your love that is unconditional and unending. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Jesus, for the new life that you offer her. Bless her on this journey. Fill her with your Holy Spirit, I pray. May new life and fruit just be coming from her life and bless those around her too, her family and others. And thank you for the love of the body that's been such a blessing to her too. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's continue to worship, church. Feel free to come down and encourage. If you want to hug and love each other, come on, this is the time you can do that just to encourage each other. Goodness of God. 
Thank you this morning. All of this is for you, great God. This has been your story. And Lord, we thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness over 30 years, Lord. As we look back, it fills us with faith for the future. It does. And so now as we share together in these last few moments, just speak to us, we pray. Encourage us, fill us with faith, I pray. And I ask this in Jesus' Name. Everyone said? Amen. Please be seated. Can we just thank the team for leading us in worship and all the tech guys, everyone who's done so much. I want to add my welcome to you on this 30th anniversary to those who are joining us online as well. Just a mini message today for our 30th anniversary. Looking forward to getting outside and continuing the celebration out there as well. Uh, I remember when I started here at Bridgman Church back in 2004 as a pastoral intern. At the time, God gave Andrea and me a verse of Scripture from John 4 verse 38 that says this. It says, I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labour. And at the time, we were very aware of those who had gone before in laying a foundation of faith, which was enabling the blessing of God to be poured out. And on this 30th anniversary, I do want to once again express our thanks to those who have gone before. We give much thanks to God for those pioneering couples who stepped out in faith, to Pastor Peter and Marie, Mal and Kathy, John and Narelle. Thank you guys for stepping out in faith back then. We should encourage them, church, this morning as well. I also want to say thanks to those um, early pioneering families who were part of the church when it was in the Aspie Hornets Football Club and the Albany Creek School, setting up and packing down church every single week. Uh, that was a big task involved, stacking chairs, pulling down chairs, sound system stages, running Sunday school programs in school rooms, no air conditioning in the middle of summer. Um, but thank you for your faithfulness in pressing on, sowing those kingdom seeds and for praying in faith believing and praying in faith that God would establish a church here in Bridgman Downs which would have an impact on this community and our city and beyond that as well. Can we thank some of those early um, couples as well who were involved back then? And over the years, many more have joined in on this God story with this same heart 
that those early um, families had to, to humbly just keep stepping forward in obedience, serving faithfully, asking God, praying, um, asking God to pour out His blessing. And so to every person, whether you joined in 92 or 2022 this year, thank you to every person who has prayed, who has given, who have served, who has served, who has believed in faith for God to fulfill His kingdom purposes and plans here in this community and beyond that, to this city and to the ends of the earth. Truly, that is God's heart. And so I wanna say thank you to every single person who has done that because every prayer prayed, every humble act of service, every step of obedience, are many, so many unseen, every act of love, every one of those actions has been a key part of God fulfilling his plans and purposes. And so we praise God, don't we, for all that he has done. Can we thank him one more time for the amazing grace and faithfulness this morning. I'm really excited today because we're also releasing our Pressing On um, history booklet. Hopefully your family got one of these as you came in. The reason I'm so excited about this is because it's a powerful testimony to God's faithfulness and His heart for His church. The promise that Jesus said that I will build my church and nothing will stand against it. Make sure you have a read through that, but I love this. And we were thinking around what to call this booklet, the, the theme for our 30th anniversary. And we settled on the theme. We felt like really what captured it was this theme of pressing on. Paul's words from Philippians 3.14. It says this, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And our story really has been, this God story really has been a pressing on story. It's been a story of many people making a commitment to press on year after year, serving faithfully in the background, turning up week after week to run kids' programs and to help clean toilets and stack chairs and clean auditoriums, um, just week after week doing these things, seeking to love others well, seeking to forgive each other and underlying all of this with this desire to hear God's voice and then to follow in faithful obedience and to keep doing that again and again. And I realise that pressing on is not the most exciting message on a 30th anniversary celebration. I understand that. And yet across Scripture, we see that this heart, the heart of persevering faith is actually the heart that God blesses. It is this this response of faith, persevering faith that God uses to pour out His blessing for His Spirit to move in mighty power. I actually have here this morning another history booklet like ours, except this one was printed in 1912, okay? So it's 110 years old. It's still in very good condition. And it's about a church which actually started in 1862 here in Brisbane. So if you do your calculations, that is 160 years ago. This was actually printed uh, to celebrate their 50th anniversary as a church. So we're just young church. I wanna tell you that. We're just starting out, 30 years. I'm loving having a 30th, celebrate, 30th birthday today. This is fantastic. But we are just getting started. But I wanna tell you a bit about the history of this church because it too is a pressing on in faith story. In 1861, some friends gathered in the house of a Mr. Thomas Sands who presided um, at a meeting. And there were present at this meeting, uh, Mr. James Burt, Mr. John Bale, Mr. Thomas Charles, Mr. Thomas Price Senior, and Mr. Thomas Watson. It would have been a confusing meeting. What did you say, Thomas? Again, what did you say there? Thomas was a popular name, obviously. They met to talk and pray about the possibility of starting a church here in Brisbane 
a Baptist church in Brisbane, in Fortitude Valley to be precise. And at this meeting, the decision was made to approach a Mr. John Kingsford, a successful businessman here in this early settlement of Brisbane, and they approached him to leave his work and to become a pastor of this church plant. And the church, they decided, was to be called Jireh Baptist, after name for God, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide, because they believed that God would provide for them everything they needed for this faith journey ahead. Now, I wanna give a bit of context here. In 1862, Brisbane was just little more than a town, a population of 7,000 people, no, no um, made roads, um, no running water, just an assortment of scattered small wooden houses. There's a photo there to give you a bit of a feel for this. Just to give you a bit of Queensland history, in 1824, Brisbane was settled as a penal colony by John Oxley. In 1842, free settlement in Brisbane was permitted, right? And then in 1862, so this is right at the very start of this city, this, this location of Brisbane, Jira Baptist Church was founded. And they began meeting in a school, just like our story, the School of Arts building in Queen Street, to be precise. And they began plans almost immediately to build a permanent home. Uh, they wanted to build a church building for them to meet in. This would be a massive challenge for this little church plant. Um, they worked out that it would cost them 2,000 pounds to buy the land and build a building, which is huge. 2,000 pounds in 1862, equivalent today would have been over half a million dollars. And for this small group of people, this task must have seemed impossible. Talk about a faith step. And in faith they did, they pressed forward. And at the end of 1862, a year after that first meeting in Thomas Sands' house, a new church building was completed with a seating capacity of 300 people. And God had truly provided. He was their Jehovah Jireh, provided what they needed. The pastor, John Kingsford, had a heart for mission and evangelism. And he wanted to see this young settlement of Brisbane and this newly formed state of Queensland reach with the good news of the gospel. And so as a church, they began looking for opportunities to plant more churches to see the kingdom of God go forward. A verse that was significant to them, it's all recorded in this booklet, a verse that was significant to them as a church was Isaiah 54 verse two, which says, lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left. This is a verse that's been significant for us on our journey as well. And so Jireh began planting churches and over the next few decades, they would plant quite a number of churches. In 1874, they planted Windsor Road Baptist. Eight years later, in 1882, they planted a work in the suburb of Albion, Albion Baptist. In 1888, they planted a church in Nunda, which is now Northeast Baptist Church. They also played a part in the establishment of the church in Tawong, Tawong Baptist Church. And later in their history as a church, they planted Norman Park Church in 1931. And they saw much fruitfulness in ministry, but eventually in 1978, after 116 years of ministry from that location in Fortitude Valley, Jira Baptist closed its doors as families began moving out of the city and out into the suburbs of the expanding city of Brisbane, but even when it closed its doors, they sold their land to establish yet another church, Centenary Baptist Church at Middle Park, which still exists today. Its official name is Centenary Jira Baptist Church after this church 
and uh, praise God for the heart of this church. Don't you think that's amazing to see that all these churches that were spread out right across Brisbane. Well, the story of Jairo Baptist doesn't end there because a number of the churches that Jairo planted then ended up planting their own churches as well. Albion Baptist planted Gordon Park Baptist Church, which is now City North Baptist based over at Kedron. Albion also had a hand in establishing Stafford Heights Baptist and a work at Albany Creek. South Pine Baptist Church was also established through them. Then Nunda Baptist planted Banyo Baptist in 1930 and Windsor Road planted Ashgrove Baptist in 1937. So now this church, Jairo Baptist work, had been multiplied. Can you see what's happening here? The multiplying effect through its daughter and granddaughter churches to include 10 different churches spread out across Brisbane. And I think that's so encouraging to see that. But it doesn't stop there. Because Ashgrove Baptist Church planted the Gap Baptist in 1959. And finally, Ashgrove Baptist planted, you guessed it, Bridgman Downs Baptist Church, Baptist Community Church in 1992. So now, as we look at the history of the family tree, Jairo had planted five daughter churches, five granddaughter churches, and two great granddaughter churches. Praise God for those men who gathered in that house in 1861 and prayed in faith and believed that God had a heart to reach people in this little settlement called Brisbane, not just in their time, but for generations to come. But this is the picture of the power of the kingdom of God, the unstoppable kingdom of God and his promise that he will build his church and nothing will stand against it. And I am so thankful. Here we are, 160 years later, thanks to these people, their faith, thanks to their commitment to press on in faith. They believed that God was their Jehovah Jireh, that he would provide, and he did. And they devoted their lives way back then to partnering with God in extending his kingdom giving generously, serving sacrificially, laying down their lives for the sake of the gospel as they pressed on in faith. And I don't know about you, but I hear a story like that and it fills me with faith. It does inspire me and encourage me to keep pressing on. And what is even more significant for me personally is that the the fact that the man who hosted that very first prayer meeting in 1861, Mr. Thomas Sands, happens to be my great, great, great grandfather. How incredible is that? Amazing. Now, I am sure that Thomas Sands, when he was holding that prayer meeting in his house, He had no idea of the fullness of the impact of those prayers. Prayer meetings are awesome, I wanna tell you. Don't miss prayer meetings because God moves powerfully. But to think back then, he would have had no idea that here I would be standing 160 years later, five generations later, witnessing the blessing of God in Bridgman Downs and beyond that because of their act of of faith, because they decided right back then that they're gonna press on to follow Jesus and things that he called them to. But this is the power of persevering faith. I want you to see this this morning. And guess what? The story doesn't end there. It actually keeps going. Because as a church, we've had a heart to plant churches as well, haven't we? And in 2005, Dion Church was planted with Billy and Vicky. 
And in 2007, the Grove Church was planted with Marty and Leanne. And in 2013, Hope Community Church was planted with Dan and Liz. And in 2018, Bridgman City Church was planted with Pastor Matt and Gemma as well. And we believe that there are still some more church plants yet to come. Amen, church. We're praying for that as well. As we too long, just like Jaira Church, to see the kingdom of God go forward. So the kingdom impact of this church just keeps extending and multiplying and growing and expanding. And as we commit to pressing on in faith, as we have a heart, this same heart, then it enables God to pour out the blessing of his Holy Spirit. It really does. To see many more come to encounter life and hope in him, for him to do his immeasurably more work. I love how Paul puts it in Philippians 1.6. He says it like this. And I am certain that God who began the good work within you, Bridgman Downs, will continue his work. It's his work, isn't it? This is his work, his church. Until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And Jesus is coming soon, we know that, but he hasn't come yet. And the reason he hasn't come yet is because there is more he wants to do. He, he longs for every single person to come to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus, to find forgiveness in life, just like Sadi testified to today. And we heard in the video as well. He longs that not one person would miss out on encountering this love, this freedom, this forgiveness. And there are things he has promised us as a church that we are yet to see fulfilled and so our call on this 30th anniversary is to press on. That's God's word to us this morning. To press on in faith until Jesus comes again or until he calls us home. I wanna extend sympathy this morning, in fact, to Liz MacArthur on the passing of our dear brother Paul. Paul MacArthur passed away just this last week. He's been a big part of our church family pouring his life out, um, investing the lives of, of many here in this church family, many men incredibly blessed through his ministry. Paul understood this truth about pressing on, pressing on in faith to win the prize which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. And uh, I know this because of Paul's heart. Paul would often come here, he would use his vocational skills to help us when this building was being built. Um, he would come at all hours of the day and night to make sure that our sewage system, to pump sewage out, to make sure all of our toilet systems kept working fine. You didn't even know that. Uh, but I want to tell you, that was a blessing, I want to tell you. But he would come humbly in the background. Why would he do that? Why would he serve like that? Because he believed in the power of the gospel. He believed that Jesus was building his church. He had experienced himself the power of the grace of God, forgiveness, new life in him, and he longed for other people to experience this as well. And, and Paul has finished his race. To this morning he is in heaven. He is celebrating with all the saints who have gone before. And I know Paul would want us to know this morning that it's all worth it. It's all worth it. He is there cheering us on, encouraging us on this morning with all the saints who have gone before saying, oh, they could declare to us this morning, it is so worth it. Keep pressing on in faith until Jesus comes again or until he calls us home. Because in that day, we will be able to hear the words of our Saviour. Well done, good and faithful servant. That's our heart as a church. And so church, this is our response this morning. And today, as we conclude down the front here, we actually have these little prayer, this little card with a prayer of commitment on it. This is what it says. It's a 30th anniversary prayer of commitment. It says, on this 30th anniversary, with God's help and in partnership with his church, I commit to pressing on toward the goal, 
to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus, in the confidence that he who began this good work within me will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ returns. And so in a moment, the band are gonna come and we're gonna sing um, this song of response together. It talks about this. And in the end, we'll say it was all worth it when we're in heaven giving thanks together. But until then, our commitment is to say, Lord, we're gonna keep pressing on in faith. We're gonna keep pressing on. And if that's your heart this morning, some of the pastors will be down the front now. Church council members, they're gonna be sitting at the front and the back and on the mezzanine as well. If you're saying, yeah, Lord, um, I, would, I just wanna say, count me in, Lord. I wanna press on in faith to see your kingdom continue to go forward in this suburb of Bridgman Downs, our city of Brisbane, beyond that to the ends of the earth. Paul had a mission heart, I wanna tell you that. He grew up in New Guinea. In a missionary family, he had a heart to see the gospel go to the ends of the earth as well. If that's your heart this morning, say, Lord, I'm gonna press on until you come again or until you call me home. Then you come, take one of these prayers this morning. Make this your own prayer as we respond. So let me pray as we come just to respond now. Heavenly Father, we thank you. What, a, what an awesome occasion this has been to give you thanks as we look back. And Lord, we thank you for your incredible grace and love that you have shown to us. Thank you, Lord, for the story of your church, Lord, that your kingdom is unstoppable. Lord, thank you for the stories of lives impacted, transformed, finding forgiveness, freedom, healing in you. That's what it's all about, Lord. This is your heart. And so, Lord, together as your people this morning, we wanna commit to pressing on in faith again, pressing on on this 30th anniversary, the fullness of all that you have until you come again, Lord Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' Name, Amen. We're gonna stand and sing this song. You feel free to come and take these response slips. If you're online, if this is your heart too, you just put in the comments, I'm pressing on. Just write that down in the comments. I'm pressing on, if that's your heart as well. Let's stand together. Let's stand together. And you come, feel free to respond as we sing this song together.
And on that day, we'll join the resurrection and stand beside the heroes of the faith. And with one voice, a thousand generations seem worthy as the Lamb who was saved. You sing it out. Then on that day, corporately as well. I'm actually going to ask the pastoral team and the council just to stand along the front here and they're going to link arms together. If you're with someone you know and you love, then just why don't you just link your arms together because we're going to pray this prayer corporately. It's going to come up on the screen behind, but these are significant moments and we want to mark it. And so they're going to stand along the front here, some of our church leadership this morning, our founding couples as well. Look at that, linking arms together. And we're going to pray this together. Looking forward to the screens here. And we're going to pray this together out loud as our prayer of commitment on this 30th anniversary. And then I'm going to pray and then we're going to sing one last song. I believe in the power of the Gospel. We're not going to hold back to this last song as we celebrate God's goodness. Are you ready to pray this together, church? Let's pray this together on the screen. Let me pray. Let's pray together. With God's help and in partnership with His church, we commit to pressing on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus in the confidence that He who began this good work within us will continue His work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ returns. Everyone said, Amen. Lord, you hear our heart this morning. You hear our prayer. We went along, Lord. Our desire is to press on in faith that we would see the power of Your Gospel go forward. Many more flood into Your Kingdom, Lord, and the prayer that we have prayed since the beginning of this church, that You would bring revival to this community. A mighty move of Your Spirit, Lord, we pray, where this this community, this city, Lord, would be transformed, Lord, by Your love and Your grace. This is our prayer this morning. We continue to pray with faith. 
And we ask this in Jesus' Name. Everyone said, Amen. Let's sing together. I believe in the power of the Gospel. Let's praise Him this morning, church. Yeah.
for your glory. Great God, all for your glory. Please be seated. Thanks so much for sharing with us today. If you like prayers, some of our prayer to me on the front. The celebration continues. There's rides outside, sausage sizzle, morning tea to share together as we keep giving thanks. And don't forget, 6 p.m. tonight is our worship celebration as well. No 4 p.m. worship celebration tonight. God bless you. We look forward to sharing with you again soon.